Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 253 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about three postures to approach the Word of God. Let's dive in. Throughout the summer, we are walking through a series giving helpful hints and ideas to help deepen your Bible study. And I, in this particular episode, I want to talk about three postures that we can have when we approach the Word of God. This really helps solidify and just clarify several things in terms of our approach to scripture that has been such a blessing in my own soul, and I pray that it would be the same for you. Well, when you look at this idea of coming to scripture, there's really three ways that we can approach it. We can approach it above, and we can basically have this overstanding position where we are standing above the word of God and looking down upon it. And it's like, we, you know, we, we take our glasses and bring it to the end of our nose and we kind of snobbly look down upon scripture. We question the reliability. We, is this really God's word? And it's interesting that when you look at the modern church and specifically the culture as a whole, but even in the church, there is such a movement in our day to question the validity and the authority of scripture. It appears that in the church, there's several groups that have just placed themselves above scripture and they have become the determining factor of whether or not the word of God is in fact the word of God. And it's like they are looking down with some cynicism and saying, well, I don't know if this actually was written by Paul, or I don't actually know if this is actually God's word, or perhaps this is not actually what God meant because it doesn't fit our cultural understanding. There are several of the individuals in the postmodern movement that use the language that the word of God is like a trampoline, that depending on where you bounce on it and depending on the culture and the time period in which you're reading it, it would actually change and morph the word of God. In other words, culture today has this whole confusion with gender and sexuality. So when I come to the word of God, well, does God actually say this in the word? Well, that's probably not what he meant because that makes no sense in our cultural landscape so let's jump upon this trampoline of the word and just shift and morph and change it a little bit. That is so dangerous. So whether it's coming from a postmodern 
garbly gook perspective that the word of God is a trampoline, or whether it's from an overly academic or intellectual understanding where you've placed yourself above the word of God saying, well, I don't, I'm going to be the determining factor of whether this is truth or whether I'm going to apply this into my life, or I'm going to determine whether, whether I'm going to believe this is true or not. That is a very dangerous position to be. It's a place of pride. And there's one thing in scripture that seems like God hates more than anything else. Yes, he stands against sin, but he says that he opposes the proud. And that idea of opposing the proud, as I mentioned before in the podcast, it means to set an army against. It means to hold someone at arm's length. And I don't know about you, but I, I do not want God to set his army against my life. And when I stand in a position of pride against his word, well, that is a very dangerous position to be. And so that is not a good approach or posture that we should be in, is this place of overstanding or this place of arrogance or this place of being above the word of God. Well, a second option for how we can approach or a second posture is this idea of it. We're wrapping our arm around the word of God and we're like a buddy with the word of God. While it sounds far better than a position of overstanding, this position above scripture, the problem is, is the moment I make scripture my friend or may I make scripture my buddy, it actually removes the authority of scripture from my life. In other words, as a friend, uh, if you came over to my house and said, hey, Nathan, clean your kitchen, I would say, excuse me, you have no authority or position in my house to tell me to clean my kitchen. Now, I do want a clean kitchen, but as a friend, friends don't have authority in friends' lives. And so when the word of God is merely our buddy or merely our friend, it actually removes the authority of the word of God from our lives. So again, there are these three postures that we can approach the word of God. One, we can be above it or have an overstanding. One, we can be a buddy with it and wrap our arms around it. And it's this idea of like bystanding, you're standing next to it. But the proper position of a Christian is we need to be under, we need to be submitted. We need to have an understanding with the word of God. That the word of God is to be above us, that it has the authority and the position. And to use biblical language, we are actually in a slave position. And I know that our culture today doesn't like that language, but if Jesus truly is our Lord and our master, well, the reality of that means, well, we are his slave. Or as Paul says in Romans 6, that you will be a slave to something. You'll either be a slave unto sin and unrighteousness or I'll be a slave unto God and righteousness. So what would happen if when I approached the word of God, I saw myself not in an authority position. I don't even see myself in a buddy position. What if I saw myself in a submitted position where I would bend my knee before the authority of God's word and I would say, Lord, this is your word. So I have a predecided yes, that whatever you say, I'm going to agree with. That even if I don't understand it, even if I don't agree with it, even if my experience doesn't line up with this, even if culture stands against it, I'm agreeing before I even get into the word that your word is right. Your word is correct. That it has the authority and the position to dictate my life. See, when I come to the word of God, I don't take the word of God and bend it around my life. 
I don't change the word of God to, to match my preferences, to match my identity, to match my anything. See, when I come to the word of God, I take my life. I allow my life to be bent around the word of God. That if something's going to change, it's not the word. The word is a rock. It is stable. It does not change. God can not lie, which means if something's going to change, it needs to be my life. So what if I would humbly submit myself to the authority of God's word and say, Lord, I know that you are right. And in any place of scripture where my life doesn't line up, then you are correct and I am wrong. So Lord, change my life, change my thinking, change my attitude, change my thought processes, change my actions. Lord, have at it, but make my life line up with your word. See, that is the position that we as Christians must approach the word of God. So if you want a deeper Bible study, if you want to grow in your understanding of God's word, may I encourage you to have an understanding to submit yourself and come under the authority of God's word. Don't be arrogant. Don't be prideful. Don't put yourself in a position where you are saying, well, I, I'm going to be the arbiter of truth of whether or not God's word says what it says. Don't even be a buddy with the word of God. Submit yourself under the authority of God's word, and you will be amazed at the revelation and the insights that God gives you as you humbly obey and walk in the reality of his truth. As Christians, we must be submitted to his word. Well, I hope that's just a fresh encouragement for you as you come to the word of God and approach this idea of what does it mean to dive into the depths of God's word, not just for information, but to know the author and to be transformed by truth. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast for show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 253 for episode 253. And in those show notes, I have a bunch of resources if you want to take this idea of reading or studying the Bible even deeper. There's a bunch of podcast links and articles and resources that will help you not only read the Bible, as we talked about last week for breadth, but also study the Bible for depth. And I hope you will join me in our next episode as we continue to look at ideas that will deepen your Bible study and help you grow in your spiritual life with Christ. But until then, know I'm cheering you on and praying for you as you build your life around Jesus Christ and his word.